Hello and welcome to the Should I Go See It podcast. I'm your host, Bill George. With me as always, AJ Rebecca. We're back, bitches. We're back. So AJ, what are we talking about today? I don't know, but well, how you been? We haven't we haven't met in a while. It's been it's been a dog's age. I We've know. had uh, like just like work stuff, life stuff. The Celtics yeah, had a good playoff run. Sure which did. Were, I was there for some of that. Yeah. Heartbroken, but uh, it's okay. In in I've been able to fill that hole in my life with seeing more movies <laughs> than I than I <laughs> just, could. Just stuff it like a Kleenex box. <laughs> That's right. All right. Yeah, we're going to go. Um, we're going to do something a little different because uh, we've had a lot of listeners be like, hey, where you guys been? WTF? Yep. You guys fight? You guys broken up? What the fuck's up? <laughs> and uh, no, we have not broken up. We're still here. So we thought we'd do a little rapid fire yep. catch up of uh, the movie scene the last couple weeks. Just so you have a little taste of Bill and I non-sexually uh, and that's like a turn yeah it was pretty good for a while and uh, yeah we'll we'll talk about some movies we'll do a rapid fire and then uh we'll have some more reviews coming up in the next few weeks or two and we'll get back hopefully on a regular schedule absolutely cool so yeah so aj i got to see uh a whole lot of movies in the last couple weeks oh, shit. Uh, that right. i'm gonna take you through okay take them so first one rampage dwayne the rock johnson dwayne the rock johnson okay uh, never saw a script he didn't like, apparently. Um, <laughs> oh my god. Um, uh, so this was the big CGI uh extravaganza, yes, uh, based on the old arcade game, which I fucking loved. The arcade game, yeah, yeah. Did it's you play it? Time. Oh, did, yeah, sure. Who did? Craig, you play that before? No, no, he's not. No. He wasn't really a gamer growing up, yeah. So should I go see it? <laughs> apparently, not by that horrible intro, no, no, yeah, uh, no, it's um. Like usual, Dwayne The Rock Johnson is the best part of these movies, yeah. uh, but he's, his material he gets is not great. Uh, there's, there's some decent CGI. Uh, they actually have some fights in broad daylight in downtown Chicago, and it actually was pretty exciting. It was cool. Sure. But story was, you know, silly. Some of the, the, like the bad guy characters were terrible, like mustache twirling type villains. Oh, yeah. Uh, the last final fight is kind of in the wake of the first fight, and it ends up in kind of this hazy gray because there's like ash and broken buildings and stuff. Yeah. And so you're kind of watching through this like gray lens. Like mm. the final fight is lame compared to the, the fight. Oh, that'd be a spoiler. Well, that'd be a spoiler. But it's, you know, it's giant monsters punching each other. Um, I'll save it for my next JetBlue flight, I guess. Yeah. Uh, I mean, on a small screen, I don't know if the effects are going to come over as well. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's not uh, not worth it. He's got a, a new movie coming out soon too, like Skyscraper. He, he, again, yeah. the hardest working man in Hollywood. <laughs> oh, no doubt. Um, yeah, his movies. But the thing with him is like, I'm not waiting for like the Dwayne The Rock Johnson, Johnson redemption. Like, like uh, remember when Adam Sandler did, um, he did like Spanglish. Punch Drunk Love. Punch Drunk Love. And then he did that other movie, the World Trade Center movie that was like one of the, you don't remember that? No. His family died in 9-11 oh, oh, and with I think Don so. yes, Cheadle. Yes, yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, Fucking yes, yes, great yes, movie. Yes, and everyone yes, was like, yes. holy shit, Adam Sandler can do drama? Like, hold your dicks, folks. <laughs> Dwayne The Rock Johnson isn't going to be like, you know, not Oh, nominated. I think he will at some point. Really? Oh, yeah. You don't think Dwayne's going to take a dramatic Craig turn? Craig just did an eyebrow raise <laughs> just like... I think he'll I think he'll cash in on his Get Jabroni. He'll cash in on his physique as much as possible and like bang out a few more Fast Furious movies, cash the checks, do all that stuff. But I think at some point in his career he'll take a dramatic turn for Are sure. Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah, no. I think that's I think that's inevitable. All right, next. What else all right. we got? Uh then I saw this movie um Breaking In. Uh, oh, I saw the trailer for that. That's yeah. um Let me try to do the synopsis for you based on my horrible memory. Sure. It's like a woman 
but it's like a home invasion, right? But she's locked out, but her kids are inside with the yes. gropers or whatever. <laughs> yeah. So it's a it's a it's a flip on your classic home invasion movie ah. where uh, Gabriel Union has her kids with her. They're going up. Her father has has passed, and they're going up to his house, and they gotta like box it up and figure out what they're gonna do and sell it. Blah blah. blah. Mm. Meanwhile, some robbers. Yeah, I find out that he has a safe in there with money in it, whatever. Oh, Jesus Christ. So she's like outside the house making a phone call and they creep into the house with the kids in it and they lock her out. And so now it's the inverse of a home invasion movie where they're in the house trying oh, to in. trying to like deal with the fact that now they thought the house would be empty. So now they're sure. dealing with like two kids yeah. and they're trying to find the safe and the mother's outside trying to break in to get her kids out. Sick. Interesting concept. Um, Gabrielle Union's good in it, sure, but not not a great film. So, so the answer for should the should I go see, see it? it? Yeah, that's a no. Okay, um, maybe catch it for free on like HBO some night if you're like flipping through channels and it's on. It might be worth a, a check in, but it's not that good. The the bad guys are terrible, like caricature, stereotypical bad guys that like are the just, sticky bandits. There's like the one guy who like it's his first job, so he's nervous and he's like a little softer. And then there's like the psycho guy with the tattoos. Yeah. Uh it's it's terrible. It's like it's so poorly written. Okay. Um so it's it's competently made, but it's just not that not that good. All right, well else we got keep going. You're on a roll. Sorry. Uh next one. So I saw Tully. Uh the Charlize Theron. Charlize movie. Theron. Um, Ron Livingston is in it also. Yep. Uh also the brother from uh the league. Oh yeah. Uh, so this, is it a comedy or drama? I would put it squarely in dramedy. Okay, <laughs> it's right, 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 <laughs> right in the middle. Right in the middle. All right. Uh, Charlize Theron is a mother of two children. Husband Ron Livingston. She's got a third on the way. Early in the movie, she has the third kid, and she's you know pretty worn out uh, by life in general. Yeah. They they have a lot of very <laughs> very real gritty scenes of like modern day motherhood. Uh. It's t- it can be t- it can get a little tough to watch for me as the perennial single person. I halfway through the movie, I call my doctor in order to protect me. I was like, "Can we get this scheduled?" Because not interested in the kids part of Listen, this. I just watch a movie. <laughs> yeah, them. no, I'm good. I'm, I'm all good. So uh, yeah. So anyway, she's having a tough time. Her brother recommends she hire a night nanny to come in or night nurse, whatever they call it, to yeah. come in overnight to watch the baby so she can get a full night's sleep. Yeah, she does that. The night nurse comes in. They build a relationship. Etc. 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 But it's good. It's got great reviews so far. It's really good. It it's definitely like a slice of life movie. It just kind of shows you this woman's life in this moment. Uh, all the all the characters are good. All the acting is great. The the sort of realism of it feels lived in. Feels like a real family. Great. Uh, it's really really well done. It gets even more interesting towards the end. Um, more in a, in a more interesting way than I think you would expect when you're looking at just like a slice of life movie. So no, okay. uh, definitely recommend. So we should go see it. That's a yes. Love it. Keep going. Uh, another one I saw, Revenge. So this one is a much smaller movie. It, I saw it on digital because they did like a same first day digital land oh. in theaters because it was in limited release. It's is actually it a, a French foreign? movie. Yeah, it's oh, a French it movie. But half of it's in English. Most of the characters speak English. Um, um, it's not like Isle of Dogs where everyone speaks fucking <laughs> yeah, Japanese no. with no subtitles. <laughs> no, no, it's not like that. Uh, so this woman goes with her rich boyfriend um, on a trip to... Uh, I think they're in Australia or something like that. It's like a desert type mm. spot where they're isolated. Ooh. Yeah, you know how this is already going. Yeah. Uh, it's isolated. They're there. They're spending like a getaway together, basically. And then his buddies show up 
early because his two friends were coming on the trip too to go hunting. Um, but they were supposed to come later. Like he was going to spend two days with the girl, send her home, and then the buddies were going to come up and hunt. But okay. the guys come up early. Yeah. And then they get drunk and there's drugs involved and things happen. And one of them rapes her. And is this a spoiler? No, this is like first. This is for, this is early on. This is the setup for the movie. Is, oh. It's essentially a rape revenge movie. So she's raped. Other things happen. And eventually she's kind of like left for dead, essentially. Holy and then shit. she has to hunt them. Then she comes back Fuck. to fucking get revenge should we, on them. Should I watch this? Yes. Yes. It, it is. Can I rent it like tonight? Right now. Well, I like it. Yeah. It is hyper violent, super stylized. It's good, man. It is really good. I had seen the name pop up. I saw it was getting great reviews. Uh, I want to try to find a theater showing it, but I couldn't because it's uh, such limited release because it's a foreign film. Fucking French. And then I saw that it popped up on iTunes for like today, like now in theaters, same day digital. It's like they make the rental like a little more expensive because it's also in theaters. Yeah. Uh, but totally worth it, especially if you like action movies. I'm uh, watching and it like tonight. Just intense pulp movies. Great. Tomb Raider's on there too, as well as Annihilation. I think I'm going to watch Annihilation. Yeah, a couple things week. we've talked about. Uh, if you go back and listen to the episodes, a couple of those are now hitting hitting iTunes if you want to check them out. It looks like a Tomb Raider movie. Revenge? Yeah. Yeah, a little bit. It's badass, man. It's super badass. Oh, fuck. Okay, cool. Definitely, all right. definitely want you, I think, in particular, would really like it. Yeah, great. Um, all right, so I'm going to blast through these next three. So I saw three movies that, interestingly, I saw them all in short order, and they all are kind of religious movies, ah. of all things. They all kind of revolve around you. religion. Namaste. <laughs> yeah, things like that. Okay. So I saw Disobedience, which is a... Oh, yeah. Forbidden love drama with Rachel Weiss and Rachel McAdams. Set in the Jewish, uh, Jewish Orthodox, Orthodox community. community. Yep. Yeah. So they have all of those uh, rules they have to follow, yet they love each other, which goes against sort of the, the community or... I don't know if it goes against the community. I'm not sure where they fall on... on Probably um, homosexual not. relationships, but either way, it, it dis disrupts the community regardless. Yeah. Uh, because one of them's married, etc. Um, good... Um, a lot of buzz around <laughs> some stuff in that movie. Yeah, there. I mean, there's some. Uh, there's some. It's an interesting movie. It's uh, well acted. It's it's well written. It's a slow burn movie. It's yeah. very it's just slowly building. For me, at the end of the day, the sort of the payoff and the conclusion was not worth the journey that got there because it took so long. So the should I go see an answer for me is is a no on this one. Wait, but is it worth the like a rainy day HBO or Netflix? Yeah, perhaps. Just to watch. Perhaps. Yeah. If you read okay. the if you read the uh synopsis and it's interesting to you, then yeah, check it out. It's pretty good, but like it's not a you don't need to see it type okay. of thing. I also saw the documentary about Pope Francis. Oh shit. Uh, Man of his word, I believe it was called. I saw a 60 minutes piece about it and it looked interesting, so I checked it out. And it was really, really good. Um it's hard to review documentaries in general because documentaries are inherently sort of one-sided. They're showing, they're telling a story that they want to tell. Uh, and especially this one, which was made with the full backing of the Vatican and like with full approval process. So obviously it's going to be pretty, you know, pro-pope. Uh, yeah. Well, the thing with Pope Francis is like, he's been like a pope that's been like, I don't know if he's been like named the pope for the millennials, but he's a pretty progressive Very guy. progressive. Yeah, he's a reformer for sure. Uh, the documentary shows that it's not about how he became Pope, which I thought would have been interesting. I'm like curious where he came yeah, from. What, they is don't it care like about 12 that. dudes in a room with a bow staff? They, they, don't, have go, to kill each other they don't go into that at all. 
Uh, yeah, it's not like the the Joker breaking the pool cue. Uh, it's no, it's it's most it's just about him and the, the papacy in, in his role. But what's really interesting about it is most of the movie is just interviews with him, and it's just camera him looking into the camera at you talking Ooh. about his philosophy that's on a, things. That's a bold interview uh, bold. style for bold. for cinematography. But it's but it's brilliant because he's a brilliant guy and he talks about and it's not just it's not it's not even religious stuff. It's like life. It's about life, it's about family. He talks about creativity, he talks about the environment, he talks about justice system, he talks about like all these things and I'm found myself like I'm not Catholic. I'm not really into the, the Pope thing one or the other, but I found myself like nodding along being like, yeah, like I, I this guy's speaking to me. I I dig what he's saying. Like he that's was great. really really good. So uh, if that interests you at all, definitely check that one out. Love it. And then the last one in this little trilogy of religious movies I saw is called First Reformed. Is that that new Ethan, Ethan Hawke movie, yep. right? That's also in limited release right now. Uh, if you find, if you have a way to see it in a theater near you, I would recommend it. Absolutely. Uh, gets a yes for me. It's also kind of a slow burn. Um, Ethan Hawke plays a priest in a very, very small, you know, parish or community church, whatever. And he formerly was a chaplain in the military. So he's got, you know, kind of a, a haunted past, which is a little, sure. little tropey, but whatever. He does a good job with it. And one of his uh, parishioners comes to him and says she's worried about her husband. Her husband is kind of a radical environmentalist. Mm. Um, and she's nervous that he is going to either, you know, commit an act of ecoterrorism or might hurt himself or, or something like that. So she says she wants the priest to talk to him. In confession? No, like a side in like the back room. I don't know, whatever. Oh, I don't, well, I don't know. I'm just like a patient doctor confidentiality around that, right? A little bit. I don't know. So he comes to the house. He talks to the guy. They have like a really, like the writing is so good. Like the just the hearing smart people talk about interesting topics uh, is great. And it's narrated by Ethan Hawke because he's also writing in a journal. And so like he reads his journal oh. narration for the day over it. And I'm a sucker for voiceover narration when it's done well. Yeah. When and it's, it's like, you know, like spent day with Denzel Washington. <laughs> Smoked PCP, got wet. Oh, I, you're killed thinking. some people. <laughs> yeah, well, he's not. It's not the journal from his time in Training Day. Oh, different character. Oh, different character. you said Ethan Hawke. So I, did, I thought you meant like him as a as a yeah uh, no, yeah no. It's in character. They do it in character. Okay. It's a bold strategy. Right. They do it. Um, uh, but he's. It's one of the best performances he's ever given. Period. Uh, the movie is so well written. Interesting topics discussed. It's just straight drama. It's just really, really, really good. Uh, really interesting ending, ambiguous ending, which I like. Mm. Um, great stuff if you get a chance to check it out. Fantastic. What a roundup. Bro. Wow, I know. There was a lot, a lot there. So all of those I had seen in, in theaters uh, besides Revenge, which we talked about. The other thing I'll toss in there real quick. Yeah, toss it. just kind of like a Netflix recommendation. Finally got back around to seeing a movie that I had heard for years was really, really good uh, called Let Me In. Uh, it's a actually Americanized remake of a Swedish movie, um, but it's it's a vampire movie. Oh, but it's not in the normal sort of form. It's about a twelve year old boy and a new neighbor moves in across the street who's twelve year old uh, girl Chloe Mortez, kick girl or hit girl from Kick Ass. She's twelve in the movie. Well, she plays twelve. I mean, I'm sure, Jesus sure she was Christ. older at the time of filming, but it was from it was from twenty ten, so it's an older movie. Oh, okay, um, and she there's something off about her. Blah blah blah. Uh, that's where the vampire thing comes Spoiler, in. Spoiler, she's a vampire. Uh, well, you know that pretty what early What does he on. throw like, is he like... Well, she only comes, she only talks, comes out at night, night. talks for a night, stuff like that. But anyway, it's a really interesting twist on the genre and it's also like a really moving, hmm. like, 
I love stories of strong work as they're kids, but like, you know, yeah, when, you're, connection. when you're a kid and you're infatuation with another, when you're a teenager or whatever, sure. or 12, um, it's really cute. That's what's weird about it is it's like a cute movie, but it's also a vampire movie. And there's also like ultra violent scenes in it. It's, it was really, I had heard really good things. It's, I finally on, it's got on around, Netflix right now. It's on Netflix it's called, called Let, Let Me, Me In. in. Uh, really, really interesting. Love worth it. Worth mentioning. Bill. Well, I appreciate Woo! we getting back together. The gang's back. The group's back. Yes. And um, look forward to uh, more episodes to come. Fantastic. Thank you for listening to the Should I Go See It podcast. Please make sure to follow on Instagram at Should I Go See It. <laughs>